Check it out. Check it out. What's up? It's Dan. Rob. Episode two up, of the Tack It Episode Up podcast. Has some technical, right. What are we drinking? Has some technical difficulties. This is the second shoot. The second Fuck shoot. It. Let's roll. We're rolling tonight. What are you drinking on tonight? Fat tire, same as last week. I had a couple left over. Since it is a just second shoot, dude, I <laughs> I don't even know if I have any of these left. I. Well, how is the fat tire, dude? I, I was have... looking at that today, shopping. I don't know. I don't. It looks all right. I have a sip left, so I could crack something else. That's all the fat tire. It's it's standard, which I like. I think giving it a review 7.2, right? It's not horrible. It's not the worst thing I ever tasted, but it's not like, oh my God, this is amazing. It's standard. It's just good, basic, standard beer. Little one by pizza, 7.2. Giving it the one by pizza, the 7.2. I honestly, I like it because there's no curveballs thrown at you. You know? No bullshit. There's no bullshit. It's you're it's a beer, you're getting a beer. It's like five point two percent. It's just standard beer. Which when I'm yeah. going to the liquor no store, fun. when I'm buying beer, I want beer. You know, and this is what I get. Now, let me pull some other shit out right here. Victory Brewing, Golden oh, Monkey. That's what I'm that's what I'm drinking on right now, you, dude. You got what this the, is probably Merry Christmas. The Merry Christmas. Merry, well, Merry Monkey. Merry, Merry Monkey. Monkey. This, I'm going to be honest. This is probably the worst beer I've ever had in my whole life. And I've <laughs> drank a lot of beer. If you can't say, I've drank a lot. It is the worst beer I've ever had. I don't know who would want to put, what is this? Cinnamon, orange peel, nutmeg, cranberry. That sounds awful. And it's 10%, so it's even worse. My head is like eroding. Right, like I, this is disgusting. I bought a six pack of these because I'm like, fuck it, dude. Like it can't be. Nothing is that bad. This yeah. I I drank half of bad. one and poured the rest out, and I'm not I'm not even a waster. But this is disgusting, yeah. and it's about all I have in here to drink. I think. But this you is can't really force horrible. Yourself to drink. This is really horrible. Nine point five percent golden monkey. I've had the victory sour monkeys. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. I know you're not big on sour beers. I know you're not big on sour beers, but it's sour, so it overcomes the awfulness of whatever the fuck that is. The just normal monkey grossness. All you just taste is sour, so it's tolerable. See, oh, let me turn my phone off. See, that I can't. Ever since Mike Manis tried that one, where was it? Harrigan's? That fucking hole in the wall? Yeah, that basement pub. I can't. It, would, it tasted like a sour sock. I'm going to be <laughs> honest. That, that, that beer was a sour sock. I don't know how you can drink that much. All the power to you if that's what you're into, but I'm not into that. Got to be honest. Me, I could have like a sour beer once in a while and slow sip it. Like just baby it, it's sour. Like I could, I could tolerate it, but I can't. Like, like if I order, I could take like a shot of one. You know what I mean? Like almost like a wine tasting. Like yeah. you know, swirl it around, 
sniff it or whatever the fuck they do and maybe spit it out. Yeah, sniff it with your Somalia. Yeah, and like eat some cheese with it or something. Get a little cheese stick surprise. I'm gonna come back. Cheese stick surprise. We need we need to have a cheese stick surprise, like a, just a vlog cheese stick surprise session. <laughs> yeah. So getting right into it, what's this? What's going on with the stock market? Like you know more than anybody. My opinion, granted, I'm going to say this out loud so we don't get sued. I'm just here so I don't get sued. We are not giving financial advice. I'm a retard. Rob is not a retard, but we're not giving financial. We're not giving that. So don't go out there and buy what we're telling you to buy or do what we're telling you to do. Don't do that. Right. We're not financial advisors. We're not. We're young kids fucking around with money and uh, we make money. We make money. Fuck you, money. Yeah. You know, like we're not bulletproof, but. So from from my understanding, right, is that these uh, these hedge funds and like these professional like stock bro, like basically the wolves of Wall Street, are um, yeah. there's a there's you could short a stock, which is basically making money. The more a stock goes down, so they were shorting GameStop, which is a dog shit company. From the get-go, even at their all-time highs, fuck GameStop, right? You buy a game, and you try to sell it back to them the next day, they offer you less than half price. The next day. Dude, my girlfriend, speaking of this, my girlfriend got this Paper Mario game. I don't know what the fuck that is. I don't play Mario. Yeah. I play Dota 2, a real man's game. A man's game, yeah. So she got Paper Mario. She literally got it a week after it came out, went to go return it because it was ass. Right. So, you know, who would play that shit? But she got, it was a $60 game. They offered her 20 Yeah, I mean, like... Oh, your shit's kind of lagging. Yeah, a little technical here? difficulties. I'm here. You know what I'm you wanna give me that much off a of price? Yeah, they're giving 30, me less than half basically. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Go to and, hell. and and to go a little sidetrack, to go off on the uh the Mario, I was at uh my buddy's house a couple weeks ago and he's got like a seven year old son and he's like, Hey, you wanna play Mario Kart? And I'm like, Yeah, sure. And he's like, when was the last time you played Mario Kart? I'm like, oh, it's been a couple years. He's like, okay, I'll go easy on you. And I'm like... He said, I'll go easy Yeah, he's like, I'll go easy on you. I'm like, Rainbow Road don't change, son. Rainbow Road don't change. (laughs) And I whooped this kid's ass. I was going 100%. I was throwing blue shells, red shells, banana peels. I whooped his ass, dude. I came in first. He came in like eighth. Just whooped his ass. He's like, I don't want to play this game anymore. I'm like, no, you don't. Not against me. Anyway, fuck GameStop, right? So I guess a a bunch of people on Reddit and the power of the internet, they were like, hey, listen, these billionaires are making a killing off of GameStop. If we all buy into it and do this and do that, we could fucking make money. So that's what started happening. A bunch of people saw this Reddit post, got in on it, and then other people see that, okay, it's rising, and, like, fear of missing out, just people buy into it, and it just spirals out of control. 
And it gets to a point where GameStop is completely overvalued because fuck that company. So it's way overvalued. And what ends up happening is the trading platforms like Robinhood and E-Trade and whatever other platforms you're on, they halt buying the stock. So the stock can't rise anymore. If no one's buying it, you could only sell it. It's going to go down. So it goes down, gives the hedge funds and the billionaires time to recover their funds and not lose as much as they could potentially lose, and then they open trading back up. It's really just the man winning at their own game. Um, I'm not okay with it, but at the same time, it's not my game. You know, I see the options that are in front of me, and I trade what's in front of me. And that that's really that. Uh, your Your mic is muted. I think when you plug Hello? the headphones, yeah, there you go. No, what I mean, you're not gonna beat these companies, dude. Yeah, I mean they they. I'm not. At the end of the like, someone's gonna listen to a hedge fund guy compared to a, some average Robinhood trader any day of the week. I'm sorry to. I mean, that's just how life works, you know. Right. It's. You got two hundred dollars in GameStop. You think they're gonna listen to you? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, and, and me is that if if you're the billionaires and you lost money, good, go fuck yourself. If you're just a regular guy and you lost money, good, go fuck yourself. You know who gives a shit? It's like you know the you know you should know the risks and rewards of it. Like me personally, yeah. I didn't get in on GameStop because fuck that company. I don't want to own a single piece of it. They sell calculators for Christ's sakes because they're a dying company. When was the last time you bought a hard disk game Wait, from GameStop? Did you really sell a calculator? Yes. They, you could get like the T85, the Texas Instruments calculators. Because they're falling apart. They're really falling apart. I mean, there's no incentive to buy hard disk copies anymore. You can buy that shit right on your, like, any console. You can PS, have it. Xbox. Yeah, you could already have everything preloaded and then, boom, at midnight, play the game. The midnight release parties always sounded fun. But now, I mean, if you could just already have everything downloaded and then clock strikes 12, boom. So fuck GameStop. Why would you camp out? Yeah, fuck GameStop. That also brings me into Dogecoin. Go into it. You know, man, I was I was really Pablo Escobar. Like I'm, I'm, I'll listen. <laughs> Dogecoin. If you don't know, you're probably living under a rock. But it's it's cryptocurrency, basically like Bitcoin. And the thing with Dogecoin is that it the the coin itself is a meme. It's made as a joke. And there's unlimited of it. So Bitcoin, there's a, a finite amount of Bitcoin, which like who even knows how true that is? I'm sure like the creators could go into like the coding and just code it so that there's more Bitcoin. But technically oh, there's yeah. a there's only a certain amount of Bitcoin in the world. Dogecoin, there is unlimited amount. So when there's unlimited amount of anything, it's practically worthless because there's unlimited of it. So should should Dogecoin be worth anything? Technically, no, but things are only worth what 
other people are willing to buy it for. And for years, I told you, for years, Dogecoin was trading at like two tenths of a cent. And Dan was just like, Dan over here was just like, listen, if you put 20 bucks in now, if this thing ever reaches a dollar, you make like $20,000, which, yeah, it's true. But the odds of this thing that's not even worth half a cent right now is going to get to a dollar. That sounds ridiculous. Well, this whole GameStop fiasco happens. Your boy put thirty bucks. Your boy put thirty bucks and made seven hundred. Yeah, dude, it went to the moon. It went to the moon. Yeah, so it went from being like two tenths of a cent to almost ten cents, and almost made it. We almost were cashing out. I see on Twitter. On on the stock twits Twitter, the fin twit people are saying hold the line, Doge hold to a dollar. I mean they oh are really God. feeling it. Dude, that's like Mike, our friend Mike. He was like, dude, I bought thirty four hundred dollars worth of Dogecoin, and I was like, I'm like sitting there with my maybe a hundred bucks now because I bought back in. I'm like, they're insane. I like told him, I'm like, dude, that is insane. Yeah, like it 3, is. And like you see the like the shit on I know you don't have Instagram, but you'll see like on Instagram hundred thousand dollars someone's putting in a Dogecoin. I'm like, dude, like that is that is crazy. Like it's not going to the moon like that. Especially like, when the moon for me is ten cents. Yeah. Especially when like on in all like logical sense. It should not be worth anything. Even two tenths of a cent is overvalued because there's unlimited amounts of it. There is there anything? This thing is about as, like, as worth like it as a grain of sand. You know how much sand there is out there? There's technically more Dogecoin than there is grains of sand. Like, how insane is that? How much would you pay for a grain of sand? I guess technically, yeah, people fucking buy sand for like fucking mixing shit or something it's like yeah people pay for sand You're, but like you don't pay a premium for, i mean i guess you do see but like i don't know i guess but there's an infinite in aspect there's more dogecoin yeah, than sand like yeah i mean that that and that's why me personally i i can't justify myself buying into it just because i don't see that but that's obviously that's not saying you can't make money on it I mean, yeah, obviously you can make money dude, on it. Money, money's the rule of all evil, dude. You can get it. I just got in and got out. I was like, oh, you know, if this thing ever goes off, I'll make money. Made money, and I'm like, all right, I'm pretty happy. But I'm not going to. That's something if you want to hold forever, you're insane. You'll be dead by the time that shit reaches a dollar. Yeah, just be, you got to, if you're going to. 10 cents, I was screaming. Yeah, if you're going to be okay with putting money into it, know that every dollar you put into it, you have to be completely okay with just losing it all. Like, it's it's a it's a gamble. It's like gambling, like, a hand of poker. That is gambling at that point. Because, dude, look at the history of it. Like, its peak was a cent before. Yeah. Now it's at eight cents, and you're like, oh, my God, it's going everywhere. Like, it was at a cent for seven years. <laughs> it was like that was like its peak performance was a cent. Like go go get a penny on the ground. That was a Dogecoin. <laughs> you have a dollar. 
how many fu- that's that's insane, dude. Insane. Yeah. And people are like, dude, it's going to ten bucks. I was ta- this guy came into my job. He's as this guy comes in and talks about that shit all the time. He's like, oh, it's going. He's like, ah. I bought. I spent my whole paycheck on Dogecoin. I looked at him. I'm like, you have priorities. <laughs> like you have a family. Like what are you doing? He's like, no, dude. I can see it going to ten bucks. He's like, I'm gonna be rich. I'm gonna move away. I'm like, dude. I'm like, read a fairy tale. Yeah. Like, go home. Do something else with your life. That dude is just living in a fantasy world. At that point, that's all you're doing is living in a fantasy, dude. What are you, crazy? Oh, my God. Dude, but going into that crazy-ass, dude, mental health. It's been a big thing recently. Mental health awareness, that's all I've been seeing. And we've both been through our own journeys. Yeah. So give me like a rundown of what you think on mental health. Like, What's the thoughts? I don't know. I think uh, the whole quarantine, COVID, lockdown has a lot to do with it. I think um, a lot of just, like, fun stuff, just, like, social interaction is is what you yeah. need to stay... Yeah, it's what you need to stay, like, mentally sane. And quarantine lockdown, just, you know, you're not able to leave your house, you know, go to restaurants, go to parties, bars, clubs, this, that, even school, just interacting with people at school... All that's shut down. You're locked inside your house. You can't do anything fun. And when you go outside, you see people. They're all covered up wearing masks. It's crazy. And I feel like that has a lot to do with most people who already maybe didn't have, like, any, uh, like, mental health disorders. It's bringing them out now because of just all these restrictions. You walk around now, it's like everyone's got, like, everyone's fucked up. Yeah. the, the you can see someone down the street, you're like, oh my god, dude, this guy was perfect before this, and now he's fucked up. Like, just staying inside. I guess when you cut someone off of their daily routine, they're fucked. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that, that's dude, the this- big thing. Like, I know with me personally, is uh, when once I got into, like, a daily routine, and I just did the same thing every day, it just helped me mentally just be like okay like i would just i would do the same thing every day i'd start my day the same and that was just enough to like get me out of bed get me moving and then i could just keep going on my day dude you know what it is for me the big thing waking up every morning making your bed it might be a small thing people might not think of it and be like whoa wow you know People might just do it and not even think about it. And that's good on you. Like, that's a great thing. Keep doing it. But, like, dude, like, for me, I'd be sitting on my bed, like, when quarantine, like, first started. This dude, like, going out for me, like, that was what I, like, did to, like, keep my mind going. Like, I went to the, I went to the gym a lot. Granted, right now, it might not look like it. I'm like a bear. I'm hibernating for the winter. I'm waiting to come out, sprout my wings, learn how to fly. <laughs> But, dude, when quarantine first started, it was like, what the fuck? What do I do now? So, like, dude, I would sit in bed, just, like, wait for the day to be over. Making my bed, waking up, it was like, what do I do? I was like, now I got to start doing shit. I can't just sit in a made bed, you know? Like, at that point, I was like, all right. 
And then I just like grew from there. You gotta just like expand it from there. Because I feel like that's like a big hurdle for everybody. Yeah, I like, think what's there's... the next thing to do? Yeah, there's a um, I think like a Navy admiral or something wrote a book. Uh, I think it's actually titled "Make Your Bed." Jocko? No, not Jocko. Jocko is a seal. This is I think uh, I think his name is David Collins or something, something along those lines. I but that. yeah, he he wrote a book and I think he gave a, a speech at some college where he basically says he's like you start every he's like if you want to change the world start by making your bed in the morning because making your bed is one small task and it'll motivate you to do other small tasks that end up turning into big tasks and when I first heard that I'm like dude that's such bullshit because. Yeah, like, fuck you, man. Like, I'm not going to make my bed in the morning just to go back to sleep and ruin it, you know, when I sleep. Like, move around in my sleep. Amen. Amen. And then, I don't know what happened. Fuck that. I don't know what happened, but just one morning I woke up and I'm like, you know what? Let me make my bed. And I did it, dude. And it's just instantly just changes. Like, I'll catch myself. Like, if I'm falling into, like, a, a mental slump or something, and the one thing that I'll catch myself is be like, I'm not making my bed, you know, and I'll just go start making my bed, folding my laundry or something like it's like those small things that like literally like the guy said, I mean, the guy like controls half the fucking Navy or whatever, you know, so he probably knows what he's talking about. Dude, you know what it is? Before this podcast, I came home and my met like my bed wasn't made and I make it almost every day. Like, ever since, like, quarantine started, I started getting... I remember talking to you. I was like, oh, I'm fucked up, dude. I'm like, I need to find some direction. I came home today. My bed wasn't made. I'm like, something's weird. I'm like, something's off. I was like, oh, shit. This week, I've been, like, kind of, like, you know, whatever. I've been, like, going through the motions, Mm you know? I was like, dude, some weeks are like that. Like, how was this week for you? Yeah, actually... My week has kind of been like that. Like I'll, I wasn't really making my bed or anything, and it's been kind of like just a slow week. Like I'll, I was sleeping a lot, and I, I didn't really accomplish too much. Like I just woke up, went to work, came home, went to sleep. Like just repeat. And it's like you, you, uh, you feel that in your like performance. Like the the days you're just sluggish. Like even at work, I was just moving slow. And just didn't really accomplish anything. And, yeah, I mean. Some weeks are like that, though. Not every week is going to be like, all right, I'm going to act like fucking Elon today. <laughs> yeah. I'm get everything done. I'm going to get all this shit done. Some weeks you're going to wake up and say, all right, I'm really not feeling this. It's the bounce back. I think you can bounce back. Well, you know. This is how my week started. Get that. Right? So Monday, I'm driving to work. I stop at uh stop at Burger King. And I go I I grab my food out the window through the drive-through. I start driving to work. I eat a couple french fries, drink my drink, and I reach in the bag and I pull out a Whopper. And uh to most people that probably sounds pretty normal, but uh I didn't I order a fucking you. Whopper. Right? So I was damn pissed. 
Because for 24, the past 24 years that I've been eating at Burger, okay, maybe not 24 years, my whole life that I've been eating at Burger King, I don't get a Whopper, right? I get chicken tendies. Chicken nugget guy. Yeah, chicken nugget guy or the occasional chicken fries. Recently, I've been feeling the chicken fries. And that's what I ordered. Easy, dude. Compact. Yeah. And it's just you're, you're driving, too, so you're just, boom. But you're just, yeah. you're just shoving them down your throat. And uh, I get a Whopper. They gave me the Whopper. I'm already down the road. Like, there's no turning back now. I already ate all the fries. Like, I'm like, shit. I look at the Whopper, too. I'm like, well, I am hungry. Maybe I'll eat it. But it's like no tomato heavy on the pickles. I'm like, oh, my God. What the hell is wrong with this person? Who the fuck ordered this shit? I know. (laughs) That's what you look like. Like, who ordered this shit? And I'm not the type of guy to even... I like I know most people I guess like check their food like right there like they get it handed to them they check I'm not that type of guy like no one was even there in the drive through no one was there you I fucked your shit up when no one was there yeah I don't know how the fuck they fucked it up dude and it's not like people are inside because there's the damn <laughs> fucking pandemic going on like I don't dude, know how they fucked bad. it up I don't know if they probably spit in it or something oh They're like fuck this guy we want to sit down and do nothing. Yeah. Let's give him like the complete opposite of chicken fries. <laughs> Let's extra pickle that motherfucker. So like now, unfortunately, every time I go to Burger King, I'm gonna have to check my food. Like, even if there's a full line behind me. You gotta be that guy. I'm that guy now. Until Burger King could regain my trust. So shit together? Yeah, I'm that the guy. Yeah. But, I mean I think that's the age with us though. Like, I'm getting to that point where I might as well wear a new balance and start checking my food. <laughs> I bring coupons to the grocery store now. Oh, I'm, it's I, over. I can't coupon, so, dude. I'm not a coupon guy. I mean, it's it's basically over for me. Yeah. Like, I might as well start talking about the, oh, hi, the Yankees. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll go up to everyone like, what about them Yankees, huh? <laughs> yeah, just like the, the typical sunglasses from the gas station. I'll get the aviators on. I'll be like, what about the Yankees, huh? Cargo shorts. I mean, grill tongs that, on though. your hip. Yeah, grill, tong- grill tongs on the holster. Yeah. You're like burgers and, and dogs, we- huh? You Anyone want some burgers and dogs? Uh, no, no ketchup on it, right? <laughs> I mean, but I get that, though, dude. You know how many times I've been at a drive-thru where I just want to strangle that mother? Like, you see me. I'm a drive-through guy. Oh Look yeah, size me. You, you, know, you can't get 260 without a couple drive-throughs in you. I went through my time. I heard <laughs> my stripes, dude. But like, I get that now. Now I'm at that age where I gotta check the food. You gotta check you know the food. Dis- disappointment where you get to the drive-through and you're fucking after you leave and you're like, "This isn't my order, cocksucker." Dude, and like, I got into the- a fight with the drive-through <laughs> guy. Thing I told uh, the Taco Bell dude, I told this guy to suck my dick. I was like, "Fuck you, asshole!" Why he got your you tacos wrong? They didn't have, they didn't have potatoes. Who the I went, fuck I went orders potatoes fat. from Taco Bell? Just I went get tacos. With I'm like cocksucker. Give me no, no, yo, those potatoes. There's something in that methamphetamine, crack cocaine. There's something in those potatoes. They do look good, but I never eat them, dude. Uh, 
So I started cursing at this guy. I don't think he liked it too much. Why? Why did were you cursing? So it's that, not his fault they're I'm, out of potatoes. I was in a bad mood. I wanted those potatoes. Those potatoes were going to bring me happiness. So you're just an asshole for those picking pot- on the little guy. I said sorry. I got to the drive-thru, put my head down, gave him a tip, said I was sorry. I made it up. Money is the root of all evil. Money can bring people happiness. I hope he's spitting your so, food. So, dude, get on the... I might have gotten a loogie in the taco. I hope it's so. It's a loogie you in the it. taco, but I'll take it. <laughs> I earned it. I earned those stripes. Dude, so how was the rest of the week for you, though? We got to Monday. Was the rest of the week the same way after the Whopper? Oh, it dude. trickle down after it was Well, it was like I don't fucking trust anyone anymore. Because uh, here's how my week ended. Let me go to the weekend. So, Friday comes around. Uh-huh. And I forget my lunch at home. Oh, you got the work. You and, got the lunch at home. Well, I'm already halfway to work. I, I work like an hour away. I'm halfway there, and I realize I forget my lunch. It's way too late to go back, so I'm like, shit, I guess I'm going to have to eat fast food for lunch. Bojangles. Oh, dude, best lunch you can get. Bojangles is good, dude. What are you talking about? Well, here's the thing, dude. Bojangles sweet tea? Oh, yeah. Come on. So here's what I get from Bojangles. I get the chicken tendies, right? We know that. With the uh, And when you get the chicken tendy meal... It comes with, like, you got to get a large sweet tea. You get the large fries. You get the four-piece tendies. Yeah, that sweet tea is nice, dude. Come on. That sweet tea is like Russian River water. It just takes you on a nice boat, like, down the Sicilian (laughs) River. In Italy, when they're doing just a boat or something, like, standing on the boat. Yeah, you got with the long pole pushing you. He's like, oh, yeah, grazie, grazie. <laughs> he's just walking you down the road. <laughs> you know what I mean? With the fuck? Oh, do that. Oh, God. And then okay, the biscuit. And the biscuit. Don't be sick. That biscuit is dry as hell, but then you got the sweet tea to water it down. That, bis- that biscuit is Tebow time. Oh, so yeah. So you pull a Tebow time, you give them the... Dear Lord, thank you for this meal. If you get a fucking biscuit. A- because I get there Friday... And I, I don't, I should have oh. learned my lesson. I don't check the, because, so Bojangles, they give it to you in the little box and it's already sealed up yes. and all that. And like, we're dry, we're on our lunch break. So we're kind of hauling ass and we go, how do they forget the, they forgot the biscuit and me and my buddy both went and they forgot both of our biscuits. Both of you guys? Both of our no. biscuits. What are they running low? I don't know. They it was. forget both biscuits. But like, it was like, you know what, it, whatever, you know, we're fucking. It wasn't it the biscuit wasn't the make or break. I was I got my four piece yeah. tendies, I got the sweet tea, I got the fries. The biscuit's just kind of the bonus. You know. Yeah, the biscuit is like the the happy ending at the end. It's yeah. like the, you made it. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, we're giving you a fucking tuna fish or something like fucking Burger King giving me a whopper. <laughs> oh, dude, if if Burger King give you tuna fish, I would tell you to go to the cops. Oh yeah, I would have called the fucking FBI lo- or local something. authorities. Damn, dude, but you had a rough week. Yeah, you dude. Had, like a little bounce back time. You got these two days to. Yeah, to really find myself. Yeah, yeah, go find on, your inner peace. Go on a vision After quest. All that shit. So speaking of going to work, I know we're big music guys. What's the music looking like 
I need some new music going on. Dude, so 2021, we're thinking just overall in the year, big year for music. Uh, but recently... I hope so. Yeah, there's un- no live music Yeah, un- unfortunately, we're not doing live music, but uh, A Day to Remember dropped a an actual like live acoustic show they get did i guess with uh some of the classic songs acoustic set and then they covered one song that i never heard of but it was pretty good and then they also dropped a new song they did like a live acoustic version and then they dropped the full song which is like also kind of a slow acoustic song and uh it's pretty good what's the song called is it i'm looking right now uh, is it everything we need yeah everything we need that's what it is Give that a listen. It's There's a live acoustic. So yeah, they they dropped the no, live I acoustic. Keep going. I was gonna say they dropped the live acoustic, and then like the day after, they dropped like the regular song, like the studio edit. Um, and the the, the original song is also kind of like an acoustic, slower song, but it's it's pretty good. I like it. I'll listen to it right after this, dude, because I brought that up because I remember Brick Wall. We kind of had a thing on it. Wasn't the best. We're there. We've been listening to them for how long? Oh, dude. I mean, before in the tens. Oh, uh, we. I'm thinking like oh five. I want to say. Like I don't even think I was in middle school yet. Because I remember you showed me them. So it's been that long. But that song, dude. On that new, because Mind Reader, amazing. Mind Reader, resentment. Good. I fuck with it. Yep. Degenerates. It's a song. I like it. Yeah, Degenerates was okay. Brick Wall. Brick Wall was just not it for me, dude. I'm gonna be honest with you. I like Brick Wall a little more than Degenerates. I think. Ah, uh, dude, I don't know about that. Dude, that ending breakdown in dude, Brick Wall. Gets me every time. You get this with me every time. It's like a minute climax for a three and a half minute song. So you get honey dick for two and a half minutes. You're okay with that? Let me hear that. Let me hear it. Yeah. I, that Dude, that breakdown goes so hard at the end. It makes up for the, the 75% of the other song? Yes. Dude, when that breakdown hits, I am punching my passenger seat. I'm driving and I'm just, you know, doing the doing like the breakdown. Me and you, I was like, oh shit! But I'm like, I just listened to seventy five percent of the song because that breakdown is not that long, dude. It's not. It's at the very end, but it's like it's just it's kind of it's like average, right? The song's not that great. It's at for the most part. I feel like the mix. Like the mix is so bad. Yeah, like the I feel the, like if it was more like raw, retire. Yeah, the mix for that was so bad. I feel like if it was just like the raw guitar, like keep it out of the studio, just keep it like raw. I mean, I also don't know too much about fucking music and producing or any of that shit. It was overproduced, man. Yeah, can, no, but like an if an average guy can tell it's overproduced. It's overproduced. Right. If me and you can tell, like, average listener, like, it's overproduced. We're not music guys. Right. I'm not playing the fucking clarinet. <laughs> it's over. It's, no. 
Yeah, it, it was. It seemed know, like man. it was overdone, a little over the top there, which I didn't like. But that breakdown, dude, that breakdown at the end when he's screaming like pessimism is a killer, just ugh, right. uh, it makes me just do like the fucking breakdown weed whacker, like the fucking crank it up. I'm just in my room, in my car, where just <laughs> you know, yeah, just doing that. No matter where I hear that, dude, I could be in the grocery store, just doing the fucking pull to start, you know. Dude, remember we saw them? We, when? Yeah. We At, saw them. Uh, PNC with Blink-182, yeah. That was a show. Dude, so what else, I gotta, what else are we listening to? Dude, so that's What's what I... Mix on the day? That's what I normally... Is that I the listen, day shift? That's the day shift. Driving to work, I'm listening to kind of the standard, like, heavy metal, punk rock, Blink-182, whatever. Then coming home, dude, I just... I I. I don't know how I got into it, dude, but it just came across a couple pirate shanties. Yeah, like. Oh, just... but like you have to elaborate on that. People, are... I don't know if people are gonna understand what a pirate shanty is. Like, what like... is a pirate? Rob, you explain what a pirate shanty is. Go into it. Like, yeah, just like pirate theme songs, I guess. Like, you know. Subject oh shit. Dun, 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 a little bit of that that comes up in the playlist. That comes up with the playlist. Yeah, dude. That like basically you go if you type in like Assassin's Creed Black Flag uh soundtrack, basically all those songs. Shit? Yeah, dude, it's good, man. It's good stuff. So you've been listening to that every night on the way home. Just about, yeah. The past week, like the past five days. How have you not been arrested? You have to be going 110 miles per hour. Oh, yeah. Like I you mean, were, like, about to, like, dock a ship. I mean, you're just... Well, some songs... Sometimes they have the sad songs, you know? Oh, so you're driving slow. You're kind of so, taking it Yeah, in. sometimes you're you're there talking about, like, you know, the old man and the sea or something. And you're just kind of... Yeah, the old man and the sea shit. Yeah, oh, dude. Yeah. A little Moby Dick, you know, going on. It's a vibe, though. I get. I mean, you haven't bought a like a no eye patch, no pirate hat yet. I got an eye patch laying around here somewhere, though. I'll find it. I'll break it out next week. Break it out next week. Next week, I'll break dude, out the eye patch. I think. I think what I do because I I bear I listen to a lot of podcasts. I'm on my like Bill Cosby R.I.P. I know he's in jail. He's not dead. <laughs> but, I've been listening to like a lot of podcasts, a lot of just like old guy shit, you know. Like it's like NBC News, but like for the younger generation. Like a lot of Joe Rogan, a lot of it. It's like almost every episode I've watched. Jeez. Since quarantine. With that, the Cure. Classic. Old, I'm talking old man shit. <laughs> You go from the cure to Godsmack. <laughs> Just a lot, dude. You know what band is really good? You gotta get into. Who? Blind Melon. Blind Melon. Blind Melon, dude. Blind Melon, yo! Shout out to Kevin. Listen, corn. Corn. Not even joking. <laughs> First thing that pops up, dude, is corn. Corn. God, dude. The thing with that music is, dude, it never dies. Name me a corn song that isn't good now. That was like, it's not good when it came out. 
That's like music that lasts, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Probably 90% of their songs. Pfft, Dude, Corn is whack. They had like three good songs. Corn hits, dude. Yeah. Hits. Like three songs do. Like the, oh, the, rah, the, rah, the rah, rah, four rah. songs have 100,000 plays. 100 million plays. That Wait, what? 100 million plays. Sorry. But I'm telling you. Well, that's because like those you know, weird corn heads, dude. You know what I've been listening to a lot? You told me last week that it was whack. Neck deep. I'm not too crazy. Neck deep. Kind of good, dude. Yeah. I don't my know. Dude, my girlfriend's been like kind of pushing me, you know? It's like I'm like uh, a pushover. So she'll tell me to listen to it. And I'm like, are you drinking that beer from. No, this is a different one. This is. What, what is it now? You got to announce every beer. All right. So this is Aviator Brewing Company. Local brewery, I think, somewhere here. This is the uh, Three Bones Kolsch-style ale. 5.2%. It's not bad. It's, uh... I like the fat tires a little more. I'll give this maybe like a 6.5. I'll give this a 6.5. It's kind of like Blue Moon, it tastes like. You know I'm not a blue moon guy, so I gotta shake my head to that one. Yeah, but it's not as bad as the Golden Monkeys. No, this is pretty bad. But I'm fuck. I'm drunk. Like <laughs> I'll tell you, I'm. I, I drank three of these and I'm wasted. Oh yeah, dude. So you know what that gets me to? I would, dude. You always tell me these crazy stories about your coworkers. Coworkers. You're uh, you're breaking up there, Dan. Ah, uh, you were breaking up. So, what are some coworker stories that you can tell me about the place I work now, or just in general? Oh. Like the place I work at no, now. No, just tell me, dude. Tell me some crazy. I need some aviation stories. Some aviation stories. Some aviation stories. Um. Well, we got the one dude who I work with, right? He's like my boss. He's kind of like the supervisor of the night shift. Uh, and he just got engaged. So congratulations to him. But he got engaged to his ex-wife. So how? Like, they they were married, got divorced, had a couple kids. Well, I guess they got married, had a couple kids, then got divorced, and then now they're living together and got reengaged. And I'm like, dude, I don't know what the hell. Who the hell? I was like, I'm not even going to get into that. But that's uh, that's him. That's his thing. That's kind of insane. That's a little crazy, yeah. Is he okay? I don't know. How do you get how, how do you get engaged to the same woman twice? Yeah, like uh <laughs> It's just like alright, listen we, we didn't make it first time. Let's you know give a gift like this gift. Like what goes on with that? 
I don't know. You you were breaking up there for a second. So I said, what goes... Wait, can you edit that out? I could try. It's going to... We'll edit all this out, but it's probably not going to be uploaded tonight then. So what goes on with that? You give her the same ring? I So that's what like I that. asked him. I was like, do you have to, did you have to go back to the pawn shop? Like, I was making a joke. I was like, you have to go back to the pawn shop and buy the ring back? He's like, no, nah, that's in Arizona. I was like, oh. I was just kind of kidding there, buddy, but. Arizona. is it no, that's in Arizona. Yeah, I was like, oh. That is crazy. Yeah. Dude, I think you were telling me, what, like, this week? Dude, who's that guy that was drinking chocolate milk in the tub? Oh, Who was yeah. that guy? Yeah, yeah. So this kid's actually uh, pretty smart. He's a pretty good mechanic. But he's a little odd. And he's like, yeah, man, I can't wait to go home this week. And uh, or he's like, go home tonight and uh, drink some chocolate milk in the tub. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Are you just going to go home and drink chocolate milk? He's like, yeah. He's like, you ever uh, sit backwards on the toilet and eat a bowl of ice cream? I'm like, what? He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah. It's uh, it's nice because the the top of the toilet tank that acts like a shelf keeps your uh, ice cream cool. I'm like, and why are you sitting backwards on the toilet? He's like, oh, because I'm taking a shit too. I'm like, what the hell? What's wrong with this? <laughs> Dude, you know what? I I you know where I work now, Pizza Cucina. Oh yeah. We had a guy kind... I mean, this guy was fucked. This guy could have been in jail. We don't even know, because, you know, it's not like we run background checks at a pizza place. Right. So this guy comes in one day. I'm sitting there. We're like, we're going to interview this guy. I've never seen a man. He comes in with cut-off, cut-off gloves. You know, those like ankle, ankle cut. Not ankle, knuckle cut. Yeah, just like the hobo gloves. Yeah, the guy, you know, it's Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci, <laughs> home road too. Dude, so he comes in there with that. And I'm like, okay, a little weird. And then I see his coat. It's like uh, the old-fashioned ruffled Spanish Armada coat. Like, <laughs> like you know, Chris Farley, it's like, that is correct. <laughs> yeah. he comes in with one of those dudes ruffled at the bottom and I'm like kind of like shaking my head I'm like what's going on here I'm like I don't know if this guy's coming in for the pizza delivery job or I don't, I don't know if he's going to come to buy the place so he comes in I'm like I'm talking to him and I'm like right away you ever get that feeling right away you're like this guy's going to be fucked up oh, but yeah. this guy this guy isn't normal this guy, he's not a guy we've seen before. I like that. I feed off that shit. I mean, anyone wearing hobo gloves, that's a red flag in my book. Dude, we haven't even got to the... This guy gets, a hundred, Rob, a hundred million times worse. <laughs> but the first thing he says, he starts talking to us. He's like, yeah, I used to be a chef in New York. The guy was making like a hundred grand, maybe a month. And I'm like, look, I look at Ghani. He looks at me, and I'm like, there's no way in hell this can be possible. Like, this guy told me he worked there for 20 years to make the math up. I'm like, this is insane. 
Yeah. Since money. I'm like, unless this guy has his money we don't know about. So we keep talking to the guy, and we let him work there, because we, we would let, like, we would let crackheads work there. Yeah, you're just delivering pizza. Like, as long as you're not shooting meth, I mean, like, you're hired. Yeah. So he works there for maybe three weeks, and I noticed, like, he just kept, he kept getting weirder and weirder. He would, like, because the, you know, like, Teresa Judice, that weird Yeah, housewives lady, in New Jersey. Housewife. He kept, dude, she called one day, and he was like, oh, she's my best friend. He's like, let me deliver there. He's like, she knows me. I used to cook for her. And I'm like thinking in my head, I'm like, this guy's insane. Like, he's gonna kill. He's gonna kill this lady. Yeah, like if he used to cook, okay. well, how come he's not a, a chef in the back of the restaurant? Why is he delivering pizza? He got into a dude, he, oh, dude. So he goes to this lady. I'm like, he's gonna murder her. Like in my head, I'm like, this guy's gonna kill her. So he goes to the house. I don't even think. I don't think anything of it. A week goes by. He tries to fight the fucking cook in the back. He's like, you don't know how to cook, suck, sucker. He's like, I can outcook you any day. I'm like, dude, this is an Iron Chef. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm like, dude, you're making a meatball parm sub. Like that guy in the back is making a salad. You want to <laughs> outcook him, making a salad? Go for it. He's like, but get the fuck out of here. So that passes. I'm like, all right, it's fine. And this guy was always kind of snappy with me. I'll just kind of let it go, let it go. Dude, so he comes in one day at 11 o'clock in the morning to tell him that to this kid that literally was the quietest kid in the world. He was like, I'm going to fuck you up after work. He's like, I'll be waiting for you. And I'm sitting there like this. I'm like, like we just opened. Yeah. I'm like, what are you fighting about? And dude, this guy comes in. I have to fire him. I'm like, listen, dude, your talents aren't good here. Right. So we're not, I'm like, we're going to have to find somebody else. Yeah, take them to you South know, Beach. I'm, I've had, dude, because have you ever had to have a guy in conversation? I was like, I was like, we got to find somebody else. And this guy started going ballistic. Dude, he started like, he started going crazy, flipping me off in the parking lot. He started calling my boss. Dude, he lit the pizza bag on fire. <laughs> Just all, oh, dude, all this crazy shit, dude. For months, he would call us. He'd be like, "Hey, cocksuckers, I want my job back." He would send us. He would send Ghani a picture of the pizza bag in a trash can. <laughs> he it still like, kept it this. after he kept after he lit it on fire. He still dude, kept it. I think this guy, he he had to be a little crazy, unless he oh, bought yeah. another one. He sent this picture of me. He's like, come get this cocksucker. You know my address. I was like, dude, we never we never took an application from this guy. We don't know where he lives. Yeah. Dude, he, <laughs> calling, dude, he called us last week, man. Oh, my God. This he's so upset still with him. calling us. We fired him nine months ago. <laughs> almost, Dude, it has to be almost almost a year ago. He was like, fuck you guys. Dude, but like that's, that's what we're dealing with over there. That's not the only weirdo we've had over there. Oh, dude. There's so many people like that. Oh yeah, people. You remember crazy, Vinny. dude? Vinny, that dude. He came up to me one day. He's like, "Hey man, you talking to any girls?" I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, I got this one girl who I'm, you know, I've been talking to, whatever." He's like, "She ever send you like dirty pictures?" I'm like, "This dude's like forty something, probably fifty something years old." I'm like, "Uh, you know, 
sometimes, like, you know, kind of like mind your own business. He's like, you want to send them to me? I'm like, nah, man. Like, <laughs> I was like, I, I don't even show that shit to you. You know, like, I I keep that shit to myself. I'm not, I'm not going to show some, like, the 50-year-old pizza guy who I work with, like, you know, nudie pit. Like, just look up porn, man. <laughs> like, you're just going porn, dog. No one's bothering you. But that guy's fucked up. You remember oh, yeah. him? Oh, like, yeah. He would just like he would get like the vodka. He would get like vodka shooters, people, and he would put them in like a slushy. Like, I mean, no one would say anything because like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you how to leave. Well, it was your also life. ten o'clock like, in the morning. I mean, yeah. Or just <laughs> I'm, I'm putting that part out of it because it kind of sounds better. But it was ten o'clock in the morning. He would tell us to get him a Slurpee. We get him a Slurpee. He would come back with two vodka shooters. I would think nothing of it because I'm an idiot. <laughs> and he would be like, "Ah, oh, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good." He would start drinking it throughout the day. Throughout the day, it was horrible. It would start out okay. The ending of that day, the ending of that shift would be a mayhem. <laughs> pizza would get sent out without fucking toppings. This guy one time sent pizza without cheese. Yeah, he just sends a what standard tomato pie. You're gonna send someone fucking tomato sauce? Yeah, Vinny's tomato pies. Yeah, Vinny's tomato pies used to call them. They used to get... <laughs> Thank you, imagine. But I remember that guy one time told me because he was so fucking whatever he had the night before, dude. He had, he must have been wired for sound. <laughs> he was like, he's like, you guys don't know this. He's like, but I went to the hospital the other day. And in my head, I'm like, I don't think that's good. Like, this guy's telling me he came to work, and he went to the hospital the day before. Like, this this can't be good. Yeah. So this guy told because he lives in Patterson. He said he lives on the good side of Patterson, but he had to walk through the bad side. He was like, yeah, I left the hospital with no shoes on. Immediately, alarm signs went off in my head. It was like, do not listen to this. <laughs> this is gonna be this is gonna be horrible for your mind. Yeah. So we're driving through Patterson, the bad side, with no shoes on at like one o'clock in the morning. I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, this guy had to go to Looney Bin. Had to go to Looney Bin, or he had to get a DUI. It's like one or the other. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this can't be good. Dude, so he's telling us he's like, people were yelling at him and shit. I'm like. This is the life of a lunatic. <laughs> Dude, but this guy, is, it gets worse. Because I told you, I told you a long time ago, this guy used to tell us about stories of his wife. Right. Dude, I'm te- Rob, the stories that this guy used to tell me about his wife are stuff I wouldn't repeat to anybody in this whole world. <laughs> Rob, like, I'm talking stuff that is like, it's X-rated. Just foul things. This is stuff you don't tell anybody. Yeah. You tell your best friend, maybe, maybe your friend after that. After that, you cut it off. <laughs> God forbid it gets out. To some... Dude, but he told anyone that would listen. Oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, me and my wife would do this. Me and my wife would do this. My wife is fucking crazy. Oh. Rob. Rob. His wife came in one day. Vinny, for anyone that's... Vinny is 150 pounds. Italian white guy with 
gray hair, crackhead looking. His wife came in. She was 350 pounds. She had a cane. She was so big. She said, I'm disabled. I have a cane. I'm like, this is insane. <laughs> like, this is insane. We can't let this happen. This is on my eye. I'm yeah. like, I can't let this Dude, so I'm just like, I'm. You ever have that image? You're like sitting there. You're like, this guy told me so much bad stuff about this person. <laughs> I just picked it out of my head. You know what I mean? I'm like sitting there, like Goose Fraba, Goose Fraba, <laughs> like trying to get the good Zen out of me. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, I can't look this lady in the face. And she's came in like three or four times before. Like after that, I'm like, oh god, I just can't look at you. I'm like, get out of here. And this guy's talking about doing this, that, and the other thing to you. I'm like, you can't even walk. Oh, man. I remember one time Vinny had his wife call call in sick for him. And she's like, yeah. The Super Bowl. Yeah, Vinny can't come in. And then you hear him in the background like, tell him I got the flu. She's like, he's got the flu. He's sick. He's got the Hey, tell him I'm coughing up blood. It's like he's got the flu and he's coughing up blood. And uh, Gotti was on the phone and Gotti's like, "Tell him to quit fucking faking it and get his ass over here." He's like, "I'm not fucking faking it. I'm fucking dying over here." <laughs> that guy is the best, man. He's sick, man. Oh, that guy's fucked up. You know what? Speaking of that, let's get into the Lord. So a little birdie told me that because I was a fellow Catholic school jock, I guess you can say. <laughs> jock. I, I, I attended the Lord five days out of the week. Are you a fellow church goer? I think you used to save houses. Yeah, I, was I mean, the people today. used to, uh, Used to volunteer with like the local like church back when I was in high school. So you went to band camp? Not band camp, not Jesus Jesus camp. It would it was like a mission trip kinda. You know? And it was that sounds a little cold. Don't call it a mission. That sounds a little cold. It was like a mission trip, dude. It was like you go and you help people less fortunate than you down in West Virginia. Okay. And, like, they needed help with, like, their homes. It was good, man. I liked it. It was, like, Because I'm thinking about doing that, like, as an adult. Yeah. So, how was it? It was, like, poor poor people in West Virginia needed help with, like, their homes. Like, if their stairs were falling apart or, like, their ceiling was leaking or something. Like, just typical, like, homeowner stuff that, like, maybe they didn't have the funds for or, like single mom with like three kids like she didn't she's not really like handy doesn't know how to do stuff so me and a bunch of other like teenage kids and like a, a few adults uh from the local church went down there and held it's it cost us about like 500 bucks but it was like they paid for all our food and like i mean part of that money went to like the supplies and like gas to get down there and we just helped these less fortunate families and so the first year i went 
I didn't really know anyone who I went with, like a, a couple kids who I went to high school with, but I'm like, oh, they're in like the church group. So I'm like, I'm not really too crazy about the whole church thing, but I was like, I, I really do want to help people. I like working with my hands. So I'll go and, and just help people for a week and do that. And when I went, I was like, wow, these kids are normal. You know, like they talk about going to high school parties and drinking and some of them talked about smoking pot and stuff. And I'm like, wow, these are just regular normal kids. Like they're here just having fun too, like, you know, doing the thing. So I don't know. It it felt good to help other people. And like I, I definitely made some friends with it just through church. And like the one thing that like you all did have in common was like church so it's like you had the same religious beliefs, whether you personally believed in it or not. You were like, okay, well, we all read from the same book, kind of. We all kind of technically kind of believe in the same thing. Dude, you know why? Because I want to like kind of like I go to Patterson every now and then and I like do like a food drive with this like my professor from school. But I want to kind of like do the same thing. And I never got a, what was that? Commune? What is it? Confirmation. after commune? I never got, com- like, I never got confirmation. Mm-hmm. I know you have to do that for confirmation. So I was like, ugh. So I was thinking, because like, I'm not a religious, you know, I'm not a religious guy. I went through like six years of Catholic school boot camp, you know, where they're like, all right. Eat this bread, drink this wine, go to school. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, out as a kid, I'm like, oh, God, I'm like, okay. I'm like, fate, I'm like, okay, please. I'm like, dear Lord. <laughs> but like lately, I've been thinking about it because I'm like, I kind of want to get into that. Not for like, not for anybody else, but like, dude, like if I'm going to help somebody, I'll help somebody with, with that at least. It's an organization where at least you can help somebody. Yeah, and you know, so you know what's kind of crazy is, you know, up there, up north, most people are Catholic, right? Like, when you were going through, like, church school and everything like that, like, a lot of kids you probably saw in high school were also Catholic going through it, too. Down here, dude, in North Carolina, most people aren't Catholic. Like. What are they? I think for the most part they're Baptist, which I don't really know too much about the difference, but there are differences. And uh, when I was going to school down here, like there was like a couple like Muslim kids and uh, like Indian kids, and like everyone's just kind of like sharing their thoughts. So like some of the um, like Christian kids were talking, and like one kid said something, and I was like, well, "Hold on, that's not true. That like this is what really happened," and he's just like. Oh, no, that's what Catholics think. And I'm like, yeah, are you not Catholic? He's like, oh, no, I'm Baptist. And, like, five other kids were like, yeah, we're all Baptist. And I was like, hold on. So it's like, then I was on the outskirts. Yeah. And it it, it felt, yeah, it felt so weird because it was just like, I looked, I asked around and everything, and it was just like, no one else was Catholic. And it's like, it's not like the kids were, like, were bullying me or anything like that. Like, oh, oh yeah. no, like, that's a lot, this and that. But I... Dude, that was the only time. Yeah, that was the only time I ever felt like secluded because of like my religion, which I don't even feel too strongly about either. Like I'm not like a diehard like religious person, but I was just like, wow, like I'm kind of on my own here. 
Yeah. Which which I get that. Yeah, back up north, it's just like there's someone else around who has to be Catholic. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like you like you know someone else and it was it was such a weird feeling. That's the majority over here, dude. It's different. Yo, if I learned anything, it's different in every region. Yeah. Every region has their own thing. But, I mean, you got to respect that. Not everyone believes in the same shit, you know? Oh, yeah, which is good, dude, because then you just get different perspectives on the same... I like that shit. Yeah, I like that shit, yeah. Yeah, on, on the same, like, topic, and then you get, like, well, hold on, what about, like, this person sees it this way, and then this guy sees it this way, and you see it this way, and you're just kind of... When when you have people who all have open minds, it's great, because then it's yeah. just, it, like, you each kind of learn something new. Brings you... Honestly, I think that brings you together. Yeah. Because, dude, I was never, like, a big... Because, dude, you know, I was, like, a religious guy for fucking how many years after a while it's like beating a dead horse right and my girlfriend's muslim you know you gotta like kind of take other things into perspective like i don't eat pork solely out of because she doesn't there's no i'm not muslim i don't speak that i don't pray that shit it's just like perspective my perspective on things have changed so I've changed, like, internally. Mm-hmm. I feel like, dude, as soon as you start learning about other shit, everything changes around you. Anyway. It's like... I feel like religion just gives you, like, a path. If you weren't on a path before, you're on a path now. So, like... I don't know. Because I'm, I'm on my... we've Me and you are always our own path. Yeah. We're listen to what we want to listen to. So, like, religion is like, I don't, I don't want to say it was never our thing. Like, dude, I never like woke up one day. I was like, oh, can't wait. I can't wait to go to Catholic school. <laughs> yeah. I was like, honestly, that's not us. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna say, oh yeah, but that's not us. I'll listen to everyone around me. But I'm not gonna just stick with one thing because I'm I'm way too open minded to listen to anything else. Right. But I feel like that's for everything. So last thing, I saw Mikey, Mikey Regeer. If anyone was listening, Mikey Rug Doctor. He was snowboarding. Rug Doctor. Rug Doctor sixty nine and sixty nine was snowboarding the other day. I saw that on uh, on Snapchat. Where did we go to snowboarding, dude? Because I've never went. I'm like a newbie. I've never went at uh, all. You got to go snowboarding, dude. It's awesome. I haven't gone in probably like a decade, but literally, it yeah, it's probably been like a decade. It's not. It's not hard in the sense that like. You're strapped in, right? So you got to imagine that. I mean, like, you used to skate back in the day with us. So it's yeah. like you're strapped in. So it's like as long as you could stand on your board, like your skateboard, and not just, like, fall off just riding, yeah. you kind of have it. But it's really just kind of like controlling your speed. 
but like I like I said, dude, I haven't done in that in like ten years probably. But I definitely want to go again. I, it doesn't really snow too much in North Carolina, at least where I live. If you back up and when you want to snowboard, I'll snowboard. Hundred uh, percent. Because I always wanted to just try it. I never went like when they had that middle school shit. Like, do you went to that middle school shit? Yeah, it's fucking dope. I was, dude. It was fun. It was fun. Me and Mikey Rug, man. It was good. It was good. It. The part that wasn't too good was that, like, I mean, we were still young back then, so it was like we only went once a week for a few weeks, and it's like we had to go on their time. You know, we couldn't stay longer if we wanted to. But, like, now that we're older, dude, and, like, we could just load up in a car, throw our boards in, and just fucking shred. And then, like, of course, we're older, so, like, we throw a couple beers in there, dude. It's a fucking grand old time. Oh, yeah. We got to go, then. Hell, yeah. These V3Vs, I mean, they're doing the job. Dude, I I think next week, dude, I might have to hammer down some of these other ones. These ten percent are golden monkeys. They are disgusting, but I might have to hammer them. We gotta do other ones. We gotta do reviews. But I think I think we did a good job for this week. Yes. So sir. guys, if you want to follow us, Instagram tack underscore up underscore it. Well, I think it's tack underscore oh, it underscore tack. up. <laughs> Way too drunk. <laughs> tack underscore it underscore up. And then what are we what are we on? Because you're the producer. I'm trying to produce it. I don't really know what I'm doing. So this video, we're doing a a video for those just listening. Video on YouTube only, and then the audio. I think we're on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor FM. I don't know what else we're on. I think that's it for now. Maybe Apple Podcasts. Uh, we're trying to get out there. I'm I'm learning as I go. Um, as I mean, me and you are both. We're yeah, we're both learning. We're doing all right. And um, next week's episode, we're thinking we might have. Did you get in contact with someone who has a foot fetish? If you didn't listen to last week's episode, I think we have it in. I think we have it in here. Last week's episode, we talked. We want to get a person with a foot fetish on the show, and Dan thinks we got someone for next week. I think we have it. I think we have it. So next week, we might have a foot fetish guy on the episode. We could get some insight, learn a little more about the culture. For this week, I think, guys, if you're not, tag it up. Tag it up. Follow us on Instagram. Subscribe on YouTube. Thumbs up or wherever you could thumbs up, whatever the hell you have to do. This is Dan and Rob signing out.